Then the wind blew, rustling the dead leaves, and overhead I heard the distant grumbling of thunder. I glanced up at the darkening sky, pushed the frightened eye deep down inside my trouser pocket, and carried on. Our house is at the top of the hill, by the road that leads out of Larkstoke village up onto the Witchford Downs. It's a steep hill, and some days it feels steeper than others. That particular afternoon it felt almost vertical. We'd had football practice after school, and then I'd had to call by Talton Mill Farm Shop to pick up a bag of potatoes for ma'am. It was starting to get dark, and people were switching on lights in downstairs rooms. My legs were worn out, and the spuds weighed a ton. I felt like one of those Sherpas in the Himalayas ferrying supplies up the slopes of Mount Everest. I thought about stopping where I was and establishing Camp 5, but after making radio contact with base camp, I decided to take my chances and go for the top. The air was thin and cold, and the hundred-mile-an-hour winds had sculpted the storm clouds into silver flying saucers that hovered ominously near the summit. At that kind of altitude, every step requires a supreme effort. Your lungs feel like they're collapsing with each breath. Your brain's starved of oxygen, and it's not uncommon to start hallucinating, seeing things that aren't really there, like parked cars and stray dogs. You've got to be focused. It's one step after another, each step getting you that little bit higher, that little bit closer. Ten minutes later, as the first flurry of snow fell like a shower of sparks from the flying saucers, I stepped through the back door and planted the Union Jack on the ice-clad peak. Mam and Gran was sitting in the kitchen, having a cup of tea surrounded by the warm, friendly smell of fresh baking. "'What are those potatoes doing on top of the fridge?' asked Mam. "'I've just climbed Mount Everest. There's a blizzard coming and I've got to get back down before it's too late.' You can put them down by the vegetable rack where they normally live, blizzard or no blizzard. <gasps> Are those cheese scones? They might be, said Mam, raising her eyebrows superciliously. Can I try one? One. I cradled the cheese scones in the palms of my hands and took a tentative bite. Ah, they're hot. So would you be if you'd just come out of the oven, said Grant helpfully. Have you got me change? asked Mam. I put the cheese scone back down and emptied the contents of my pockets onto the kitchen table. There was three pounds twenty-seven and the frightened eye. "'What's this?' asked Gran, picking it up. "'It's a piece of jigsaw I found on the way home.' Gran turned it over, and for what seemed like ages she stared at the eye while the eye stared back. Mam and I stood in silence, waiting for one of Gran's pronouncements. Eventually it came." Finding a piece of jigsaw is a bit like finding a clue. Yes, said Mam, like she was trying to understand, but didn't really. How do you mean, Gran? I asked. The picture can sometimes predict your future, but I'm not sure I like the look of this. Let me see, said Mam. Mam took the frightened eye from Gran and studied it carefully. I've seen this eye before, she said mysteriously. Then she left the kitchen and went into the front room. Half a minute later she came back, carrying a big book entitled The Post-Impressionists. I'd seen the book before. It was full of pictures of paintings by different artists, most of them French. 
Mam put it face down on the table and opened it near the back at the index. She ran her finger down the list of names until she found what she was looking for. Rodin, Rouault, Rousseau. Henri Rousseau, page 183. Page 183 was a painting of some men in stripy bathing suits playing volleyball. I couldn't see the connection. Mam turned over to page 184, and there it was. This amazing painting of a tiger crawling through the jungle. But it wasn't the kind of jungle you might have imagined. All still and spooky, with the tiger stealthily stalking its prey. Instead, there was a howling gale blowing from left to right, tearing leaves from the branches of trees. The rain was coming down in stair rods. You could almost hear it.